welcome, welcome to Upgrade. And beautiful day we have out there today. The weather is not bad, it's good, very breezy, but not too warm or overwhelmingly hot. Uh, but uh, we thank God because we have the breath of life. Uh, that's the only thing we have working for us because the Bible says, either have breath, let him or her praise their Lord because only the living, only the living can praise the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. So this morning, let's dive into the word. Let's find out what the Lord wants to talk to us about this morning. Yesterday, uh, extensively, we discussed uh, things that we must let our faith work. We must allow our faith to work and allow trust in the Lord so that we can uh, we can get the benefit of what God wants to achieve through us. Uh, not us achieving through God, but God achieving through us because there is nothing we can do that God cannot do for himself. Hallelujah. Uh, that's it. Maybe, maybe you're just hearing that for the first time. There is nothing that we're doing for God that God cannot get done for himself. So if God is making use of you, he's making use of you because he loves you. Because he loves you, because he could use anything. The Bible said God can raise a stone to do whatever he wants to do. But, you know, he doesn't even need anybody to do anything. He can just be God and just speak like he did in the beginning. That let there be light. And there was light. God's enablement is so powerful, so strong. And for the fact that we're too for him to do things for him, to him be the glory alone. So this morning, we dive into the world. Yesterday, we talked about walking by faith. Today, we are going to look at how to live wisely and well. That's kind of very, very interesting topic, isn't it? How to live wisely and well. Because those two things goes well and in end. If you're not wise, you will, you will be tumbling and making mistakes and doing things that are stupid, things that are ignorant, then to live well will become challenging because you'll be living from one sorrow moment to another sorrow moment to another life, uh, life, life challenging situation. But when you live wise, you depend upon God, you depend upon the Holy Spirit. The Bible says God goes ahead of you and level mountain, make, fill the valley, and make all the crooked ways straight. Then the peace of God that passes all understanding now guide your heart. Powerful, isn't it? So that's what we want to look at this morning, how to live wisely and well. So the text this morning is found in the book of uh, Job. Job is a very interesting book, but it's filled with wisdom. It's filled with wisdom on how to relate with God and how God relates with man. So when we, if you have your Bible, we can open to New Living Translation this morning. Job chapter 12, verse 12. Job chapter 12, verse 12. Uh, Bible was saying over there that wisdom belongs to age and understanding to old. So age, as you grow, as you become older, you acquire a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, a lot of things that you will see that you can actually be able to share with others. And many today have a lot of experience, have a lot of good things that they've seen that they can share with the generation that are coming behind them, but they ought to do that, but they chose not to. 
Many of them are not giving us a good advice. Many of them are not giving us a sound, sound doctrine. So many of them are not giving us the right path because all of those right things that they know, for one reason or the other, they conceal it and they live a life that is actually uh, destroying the lot of people's life. They leave, they show you the things that actually have limit, limitation, things that actually doesn't create uh, awareness that our, our time on the face of the earth has limitation. So we long for those things that doesn't last long instead of them telling us that those things that you are enjoying that you think is fun right now, they all end at a point. But let's look at the story today. Let's look at it right up today and uh, see what's, whatever God will be speaking to you and I on this topic today about how to live well and wisely enjoy what God has given us. Wisely enjoy and have a well total allness total of living as the children of God. I read, say an elderly lady says, one benefit of living so long is sharing what you have learned. So make my day by listening, by letting me share. Listen, letting me share three secret things, three secret things that can make your life better. That can make your life better. Then she start offering some great counsel. Counsel number one that she gave was that time is precious. Time is precious. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Time is precious. Don't waste it. After my husband died, I was staying with friends. One evening, they started arguing and eventually stopped speaking to one another. Now I know arguments happen. Me and my husband and I have several doses of it. But at that moment, I understood as never before that time we, had, we have spent together is precious. Time our husband and I have spent together are precious. So don't waste it bickering about things that will not matter when your loved one is gone. When you see each other right now, I don't know whether this relationship, whether it's uh, husband-wife relationship, parenting relationship, uh, brother-sister's relationship, uh, colleague relationship, whoever that's in your life, they're there for a purpose. So don't waste your time in bickering over things that doesn't matter when they are gone. But what do you do? But at that time, you need to try and do something that is very important. Listen to what it is. Do everything you can do to live in harmony and show your love. Why? Because no matter how long you have together, whether today, whether one minute, whether two minutes, whether three minutes, whether a moment, there will never be enough. There will never be enough. There will never be enough. No matter how much you call the minute, whether that minute uh, you argue, whether that minute you laugh, whether that minute you, you have one thing or the other going on, the moment that they're gone, you will start missing them. Have you ever experienced things like that? Like, yes, 
Oh, kids are in the house. They make noise. They disturb the house. They do everything. They destroy it. They do everything in the house. But the moment those kids go out of the house, the house is silent. You'd be like, oh, gosh, it's like a ghost town. You wish that they're there. So every little opportunity that you have with your loved one or whoever it's in your life right now, take advantage of it. Because once they are gone, uh, those precious moments cannot be taken back. And I pray that God will open our understanding to see each other and be able to love one another in regardless of whatever, whatever the case may be, to enjoy the precious moment of time we spent together in harmony and in love. And God will help us to do that in Jesus' name. Number two, she said, you're making memories when you are together. You're making memory. Make them good ones. Often we make memory of bad behavior. We make memories of things that not working well. We make memories of how people hurt us. That's what normally stay. And as human, we tend to hold on to the bad things and remember bad things than we remember good things. <laughs> and that's that's just human nature. But God expects us to appreciate good things more than we appreciate the bad. But often our nature only cling to the to the bad and want to suppress the good. So we only see the bad because the bad makes us feel like, yeah, we're empowered to do something. We are encouraged to, to defend. It gives us that thing to say, oh, we're doing something. But guess what? You're doing something too when you're rejoicing, when you are thankful, when you're grateful, when you're appreciative, you're doing something. It's just that the devil don't want you to say more about Thanksgiving than they wanted to say more of bad behavior. So you can get less from what you are achieving. So looking back, she said, Looking back, I thank God for so many unforgettable moments. The day our husband died, they kissed as we always did when they parted. When they're going somewhere, there's a kiss going on. She said, at afternoon, but by 5.30 that evening, the husband pronounced dead. She said, I have always been glad about the final kiss. If they had not case, even whether they file, they argue, they do anything, but there is a moment that they always held on to, whether he hug, whether he kissed, whether he smiled, whether I'll oh, see you later, whether a word like I love you, that's what to carry weight. That's going to happen because you, nobody knows what the next minute is going to be. So make an unforgettable moment, not an argumentative moment. Not a moment that, okay, yes, we just finished fighting. And all of a sudden, you're gone with that fight in your heart. And you cannot forgive each other and forget the bad thing that had occurred. So make a very, very good memory time. Let there no be regret in your action. That case that she had in the morning before her husband departs, she didn't know that that would be the last case. She said, I've been so glad about that final case. So create memory, not regret. Create memory, not regret. Number three, it's not what happened. It's not, oh, she hurt me. 
It's not, oh, he hurts me. Oh, it's not, oh, he's done this in the past. Oh, it's not, oh, oh, that's that's what you did in so, so, so many years. It's not so, oh, that's your action all the time. It's not that. It's how do you respond that counts. Even mean that I'm speaking right now, how do you respond that counts? Things may be making you mad inside and you expect changes sometimes, you're not getting the changes. What is your reaction? Is your reaction just say, okay, yes, yes nothing is going to happen anyway. So let's just go ahead and just do all, what, whatever the case may be. Maybe we need to just reevaluate it to say, okay, let me get myself out of this and look into goodness, into great things, into memory, into what has helped me to get to where I am right now. Look into that instead of holding on to that bad action. It's the response that counts. Every day, old new challenges that will test your love and resolve. Are you hearing me? Every day that you wake up, there is something new that God asks for you. So there is something new that the devil asks for you. And what you want to do, what God expects of you is to look at him so that you can have him in you so you can defeat that whatever the devil is bringing your way. Bible said, submit yourself to God, then you can resist the devil and they will flee. Every day that we open our eyes, there are two opportunities of challenges that come, both good and bad. So in order to overcome the bad, we must give ourselves to God so that we can overcome the bad. Hallelujah. We have new challenges every day. It will test our love. It will test our resolve. How, who is that challenges that you have? Who is helping you through them? That's a question that we must ask, answer on our own quiet time. Who is helping you to resolve your love for him, your love for humanity, your love for the word of God, your love for your commitment to God, and resolve on those issues, challenges that you're facing in life? Who is helping you through it? You have the power through Christ to make each test an occasion. Are you with me? You have the power through Christ to make each test an occasion, not on your own strength. Because the Bible says, when you go through the fire, God must be in need for the fire not to burn you. Hallelujah. When you're going through the river, God must be in the river for the river not to drown you. When you're going through the storm of life, God must be in that storm of life with you in order for that storm of life not to take you away. So you have the power through him to make each test an occasion for growth. Because if you went through with you in that fire and you came out on the other side, you will say, yes, I have the Lord with me. God has been my butler. He has been my fortress. He has been my guideline, guidance. It is in him that I put my trust. What can man do to me? Nothing that he can do to me because the confidence that you have built up in a new level. Life is full of seemingly unpleasant events. <laughs> if you're like me, yes, life is full of seemingly unpleasant, unpleasant events. We shall really, really struggle that we all go through every day. But with Christ, we can go through them and come out on the other side. And give a great testimony. Like my sister gave testimony. I was listening to the uh, to this uh, Victoria's sister yesterday. 
one of the powerful testimony that Sir Trinity gave yesterday. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying that more testimony are going to come your way in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So it is so pleasant when you have God with you when you're going through unpleasant situation because God is going to be the one carrying you. Have you ever seen a baby, mother carrying the baby through, through some re really rain? The baby will be carried, protected, and the mother will protect that child. The mom may be wet. The rain will be the mom. But that child, the way that that child will not be protected, that mom will be carrying that baby. And that is what God does for us when we're going through those hard times. We must allow ourselves to depend on him. We must allow ourselves to stay in him. We must allow ourselves to stay in Christ. But every time that we step out of Christ, we step into crisis. He said, without me, you can do nothing. I am divine. You are the branches. If you do not remain in me, you cannot produce any great fruit. You can't produce any good fruit at all. And my prayer this morning is that God will help us. He will help us to live wisely. The wise doesn't live according to the, to the rule that the world is giving, according to the, to the statistic of the world, or according to the guideline of the world. A wise man live according to the principle of God. And the principle of God is in the Bible. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 said that this book of the law, do not let it depart out of your mouth. Read it every day. Meditate in it every day so that you can what? Be prosperous and have a great success. Unless we immerse ourselves in that word of God, Christ in us, he guides every step that we get. Because when Christ is in you, is the hope of glory. You know, that's so powerful statement that every one of us should just hold on to every step that we take, every movement that we take. So try to... And do them in such a way that when you are old, you will be able to look back and say, ah, if it has not been for God, where will I have been? You will not see yourself in the, in the, in the, in the other side if you've been working with God. Many people today see themselves on the other side, say, oh, I have done this, I have done that. You remember the story of that rich man? I say, yes, it is my strength that I've got on all this big thing. I am going to knock them down and build a new one. They didn't see the next light. But when you go with God and you look back at what God has done, you will not have any doubt that it is not within your strength because the humility of God will reside upon your heart. The strength that God will give you will be at a different level. Not the strength to be arrogant about what's going on in your life. Not the strength to be pompous about what's going on in your life. But a strength to give thanks to God Almighty. For the experience and how it has helped you to grow through circumstances, through every situation in your life. So what for us today? That you may live wisely and be well. The only way to do that it's by giving your life to Christ, by allowing him to be your only, 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 only source of everything that you have. Because trust me, he's the only one that can produce the resources. 
But we always make that mistake. We run after resources and we leave the source alone. But go to the source, Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33, that's, I'm going to preach that the whole, the whole rest of the year. Matthew 6.33, seek it first, the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Resources become available if you can make that a priority. Seek it first, the kingdom of God and its righteousness. What are you looking for? Husband, they will come. Wife, we come. House, we come. Money, we come. Children, we come. Job, we come. But first and foremost, seek it first the kingdom of God. Love the Lord thy God with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your, with all your, with all your heart. If you can do that, trust me, resource will be flowing from the east, from the west from the south, from the north, and they'll be chasing after you. That is wisdom, brethren. The wisdom is in the Lord. To live well is in the Lord. May God help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to pause if there is, a, we don't have that many people on the line this morning, but those that are on the line, if you're willing to contribute this morning, uh, I've got a few minutes uh, before we, we, we pray and uh, go for the rest of the day. I know we are all busy. Some of us are at work. So if you want to contribute, um, leave the line open to contribute this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor, I Thank you very much, ma'am. I saw your comments online. God bless you, ma'am. <laughs> it's a privilege to have you with us this morning, ma'am. Anybody have any comment this morning? Any addition? Anybody who's joining us this morning? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I've said all of those things, that wisdom belongs to God. Wellness belongs to God. You might think that, yes, you may have a little bank account, or you may have a little, little resources that's available to you. That's not wellness. Or you may think that you're achieving a lot of things right now. That's not wellness, because all of those things, they pass away. The only thing that remains is the word of God. The real, real thing that is wellness is the love of God in your heart. Because that's what the promising of eternity lays upon. Everything on the earth, believe you me, will pass away. The car, the house, the money, everything. They will end. But one day, you will see Christ. Then if your love for him is not strong, it's never too late. If you never know him, it's never too late. The Bible says, this is the day of salvation. Salvation is now. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's an opportunity. You know, Jesus said, he doesn't wish that anybody died or perish, but that everybody should come to the knowledge of who he is. He is the son of God. All you have to say this morning, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my bad behavior, all my wrongdoing. I believe that you died for me. You are the son of God. Your blood can cleanse me. This morning, let your blood wash away all my sin. And just ask this morning, confess him by your mouth. Say this morning, Jesus, you are the Lord. Say that, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord. You are the son of God. Be the Lord over my life. Come into my heart and take my heart as your Lord. If you have said that, we pray the Holy Spirit fall upon your life. Start guiding, directing, and leading you in the mighty name of Jesus.
Look for a Bible-believing church close to you. If you can't find one, go on the internet, type rccg.org. You will find a redeemed Christian church of God close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. Walk to anybody in the church. They will be so excited to see you, to join the kingdom. They will walk with you, pray with you. And you start picking up your Bible, start reading, start from the book of John, start from one proverb, chapter by, you know, proverb after one chapter, and which cover one day of every day. Pick up a proverb, read, start it from the day that you've saved today. Today is the 17th. Read proverb 17. Let the Lord minister to you. Read John 1. Let the Lord minister to you. Start reading your Bible. Because that word of the Lord, like I say, Joshua 1.8, if it's in your heart and never depart and you meditate on those words, they bring, they bring wisdom and they bring wellness. And may the Lord help us all in the mighty name of Jesus. The rest of us, before we leave, let's just say a prayer for ourselves. That Lord, help me, Holy Spirit, help me to be wise in knowing you. Help, help me to be wise in knowing you in all my ways. Help me to acknowledge you in all my way. Holy Spirit, don't let me do anything anymore on my own. Help my, help my dependence on you. Help me to depend on you. I help me to depend on you. Every decision making that I am going to make from this moment onward, Holy Spirit, I surrender into your hand. Guide my step. I want to have a wellness of my mind, wellness of my whole entire being. Holy Spirit, help me to acknowledge, to acknowledge you as the only one that can make that happen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We give you praise that the rest of the day is still in your end. The, the day is, is young. We pray that Holy Spirit, you will guide our step for the rest of the day. Give us wisdom on how to navigate this day. Uh, is there anybody out there that needs to hear a peaceful word from us? Guide us to those people. And give us that word that we touch their hearts, that we bring their hearts close to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We pray that, Lord, when we shall gather again tonight for the Bible study, you will be there waiting for us. And your name alone shall be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining this morning. I pray that the Lord be with you. May he shine his face upon you and grant you peace all around in Jesus' name. Let us share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we should dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I am the one the Lord has blessed, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining. God bless you. See you tonight at Bible study, 7.30. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Hallelujah belongs to you.